What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's episode, I sit down with Jose Jimenez, and we are talking about his business, about his direction, and you know, transitioning from being a generalist to a specialist. And I think that is the first step to creating a long-lasting, successful business. So I think you're really going to like this one. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. The Business Breakthrough starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Jose Jimenez with JGR Solutions, and uh, hey, we're here for a business breakthrough, man. So Typically, when I start these off, brother, I just like to say, first, thank you for joining me. Second, what's going on in your business? What's an area that's going really, really well? And what's an area that um, is, you know, an area that you want a little bit different of a perspective on? Okay. Um, what's going on really well, it's business itself. You know, it's never ending. There's always a demand for it. Right. Um, so that's always good. Um the, the reason I've been listening to your podcast, and first of all, thank you so much because you bring so much content and I've been learning a lot by just listening to you. Thanks thank for you. that. Really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. And um, I, um, I, the reason I'm here is because I'm trying to figure out how to get to a section of the construction industry that is quite new. Uh, okay. I, I'm trying to join the uh, 3D construction or additive construction. Um, a lot of people don't know about it, so if you want me to tell you a little bit, I can. Are you familiar so, with the so 3D construction? What, so what type? It's called 3D construction? Yes. Okay. Well, we can go into detail so about that, but, but, but when it comes okay. to, when it comes to, I, I always like to know, like, first of all, is it, is it just you or do you have a team? What does that look like? What does the production look like? It's just me. I started with my two brothers that went back to Argentina. Uh, so it's just me for about a year now. Uh, I hire uh, day labor here and there when I need them. Like today I have a guy, but I don't have any employees. I don't have any other 1099 people um, in constant basis. So it's basically just me. Uh, what I do is basically a handyman. I'm on the process to get okay. licensed. I have my test on the 13 on December. Okay. Uh, the goal is for a general B, which allows you to build residential, commercial, and uh, quite flexible. And uh, I've been listening to you a lot, and I'm willing to <laughs> get talking to uh, be a pain contractor. Because <laughs> I you know, do dude, you know how many you know times I mean? that happens, dude? They listen, people listen, they're like, you know, I kind of just want to be a painting contractor now. <laughs> um, dude, it's like, it's because, you know, I do flooring, tile, and plumbing, a little bit of electrical and framing and this and that. And at the end of the day, you just keep piling tools, but you get nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's let's kind of let's kind of dial back because, like, you know, it doesn't really matter what you do, bro. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it just doesn't. I mean, I guess it does. I mean, if you if you basket weave, 
you know, I mean, that's going to be hard because how many people want weave baskets, you know, and, and, and you got to really look at business like that, man. I mean, sometimes we don't really build a business that is our favorite thing to do, but we build it uh, for what the market wants. And I think like, you got to realize that I think you mentioned 3d construction to me. I'll be honest, bro. Like I've never heard anyone say that they want to do that. Um, and I, I've never heard a customer ask me if, about that. And I'm pretty well versed in the space. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just ignorant, but reason why I'm saying this is because there's two things that can happen. You go into this and you can be the only person that does it. Okay. And Mm -hmm. you will be highly sought after and you can charge whatever you want for it. Chances are that's not going to be the case. Chances are these Mm -hmm. big construction companies are looking at this niche that you just let me know about, and they're adding it as a subsidiary of their already strong business with their strong network of subcontractors. And you're going to get blown in the dust because you have no assets. You have nothing uh, to compete against them with other than a day laborer. I think that that is an area that I feel like will bring you a lot of stress going right into 3D construction when there is a starving marketplace for a solid flooring contractor, a good tile setter, a great painting contractor that actually cares enough to do a coaching session, cares enough about their customers and their business that wants to grow, that cares about customer service, that's going to answer the phone, that's going to do the job the right way, that you could do 3D construction once you build a great business in one of these easier areas. You know, I think that these easier areas are going to teach you how to grow and operate and sustain a business, you know, but going right into 3D construction, personally, in my personal opinion, it's going to be a challenge from day one. Right. Biggest challenge is the fact that you're the only person that's going to be doing it. So you're already going into a business that requires you to be there 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. You understand how hard is it going to be to find somebody to come in and do construction in comparison to finding someone to lay a floor? Right. Yeah, no, it's a project for years to come. You know, it's so new that most people don't know about it. Uh, That's the problem. And you (laughs) nailed it, bro. Uh, You know, Perry is one of the largest uh, construction companies in the planet. They uh, based in Germany. They have presence everywhere, including America. And you said, you know, they, they're already on it. They're building houses with 3D uh, machines here in the States, in several states now. New York, Arizona, you name it. Uh, there's a bunch of companies, but you're right. You know, it's like a lot of money. There's big capital. So for a smaller no, there's contract. Big capital. Like there's going to be. Yeah. 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 You, you, you won't even be able to cover the, cover the lease agreement on some of these machines right now you yeah, know it's even <laughs> yeah i mean i and i know yeah. it's appealing and it's exciting and i think there's a contractor in you that wants to be a part of it man and there's nothing wrong with that it's that you need to first understand how to run and operate a successful business and that doesn't mean by way of hitting a certain number that to me isn't success success to yeah. me let me define what i think success in, in the contracting space is success is having peace of mind, knowing that at any moment in time, you can find a customer. And at any moment of time, you can have that work done. And all you have to do is sell it. Right. And, and, and you're not doing it right. So you have mastered the marketing side of your business where you can actually, you know, get somebody, 
that, that wants your service, you've done a good job of that. And then you actually mastered the production side of your business where you have proprietary production. So at any point in time, you can say, Hey, I want you to fulfill that job that that customer wants. And you're in the middle and you're not doing the work. That's success to me. It doesn't matter if you make a hundred grand or you hit a million dollars because it's all proportional, you know? So like, don't define success. Like, uh, and, and like, oh, I have to have a million dollar business. No, you create a system where you're essentially in the middle and you're overseeing the operations. That to me is success. And I think that the path that you might be thinking of taking, you, you, that's what I just outlined for you could be achieved in the way that I would think that it would be a good idea for you to pursue like flooring, tiling, painting within a month. The path that you're trying to go, you're looking at years before you can actually do exactly what I just said. Would you agree? A hundred percent. No, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should just pivot because I want to make sure that I give you something to take away today. And I think you should tell me what is your favorite service to do? You said you're a handyman. I hate that word. I do because it's so general. It's, it's you can't yeah. general like, you, you know, uh, uh, you can't like, you know, Apple does technology. Can you imagine if Apple started a restaurant? Yeah. I mean, they're not yeah, going to no. be, I mean, like, what, what are they doing? You know, it's like, you know, it's so general. You can't specialize. And yeah, I mean, it's good to have a handyman come over and fix lights and do this. It's very hard to scale a handyman business. Because it's hard enough to find someone that's really good at one thing. If you were to have to scale your handyman business, you would have to find another person just like you that knows everything, right? And then guess what? Why wouldn't he just start his own handyman business? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know? that's the world that I so, did. Uh, I tried to hire a couple of times and it was like, no, it's not going anywhere, you know? And the people it's not going to go like anywhere. You you it's stressful. Yeah. And they have to do a different thing every day. The customer wants a light switch done here. They want an outlet put over here. They want to, you know, they want this fixed. They, I mean, it's just so general. It's like, it's a, it's, it's torture, you know? So like, what is that one trade that you like to do that you feel as though you could master and you could be the best at? Uh, it's really hard, you know, cause um, I really enjoy doing different things, but at the same time, I, I find out, Finally, after a year that I formed the LLC, that is, it's just stressful, you know, because I like quality and I like to do a good job. I like to put my signature when I leave at the job site, you know, and be proud of it. And uh, you have to be constantly learning these things. So it's, I'm honest with you. I don't know. I really don't know. I love carpentry. All right. I'm going to narrow it down for you and you help me pick. Okay. Flooring, flooring, which I, you know, could be, a, it could be vinyl, laminate, wood. Okay. You could do trim work, crown molding, baseboard, uh, door installation, door framing, all that painting or tile work, which is bathroom remodeling. Uh, you could do, you know, uh, you know, tile floors. Tile, <laughs> all right. So the tiles out. So trim work, painting or flooring. Um, I like the idea of painting, you know, for the. OK, uh, you like painting. Good. So yeah. here's here's yeah. here's here's what you need to do. You need to take now that we've assessed that you actually like it. Now you need to take your emotions out of it because by me, we had to actually dig deep in that because you want to be so tied to, to everything about it and you want your signature on it. You want all that and stuff like all that. Dude, you know what your signature is going to be? Your signature is going to be the fact that you made a promise and your team delivered the promise. That is a good enough signature. 
And as a business owner who is also a technician, that's someone that we refer to as someone who's really good with their hands and you love the idea of actually doing the work and being there, totally fine. But you have to understand this. And if I don't tell you, I don't think anyone will, is that you will not be successful if you stay on the job and you don't build a team and you don't get away yeah. from the job. If you really like trades and you like working, do it on the weekends, do it after work, but you need to build a business first. And the business needs to be able to sustain your income. And you need to be able to feed the business with your time. That's going to estimates, that's marketing, that's uh, networking, that's being available to answer the phone, that's being able to hire, being able to, like, you need to be available in all these different areas. If your hands are wet with paint or you're on the job, you are compromising everything I just mentioned. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. Yeah. So take the emotions out of it, right? Okay, we, mm -hmm. we, we like the painting business. There's customers that want painting, okay? In the beginning, yeah, I know you're going to have to do some painting. But yeah, this day yeah. laborer that you have, is, are, are, they, are they a real employee or is that somebody you just picked up from wherever and they come with you when you need them? Referrals from other workers, other contractors. Okay. Now, I know in California, there's licensing for painting. How hard is that going to be for you to achieve? Uh, way easier than the one that I'm testing for in December. So it's doable. Okay. I mean, I'm just helping you create a game plan because, you know, the reality of the situation is, is you're a business owner, man. You're an entrepreneur. You started a business. Yeah. You're out there on your own every day, man. That is not easy by any stretch. Okay. There's not many people like you that can be personable, that, ha that have that care. I know you want your signature. Put your signature on your business, the fact that you're going to deliver your promises. And, and guess what? If you do that, you're going to ensure that the people working for you deliver theirs. Goes mm. up the line. I don't need to be at the jobs to, for people to know that premium painting was there. Right I oversee on. it well enough. I call my managers every day. Hey, how's it going? Are they happy? Oh, they're not happy? Give me a second. And I call them and I figure out why and I fix it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's at a different level. And don't get me wrong. You can be on the job, but you have got to understand that there's these areas of business that you have got to really focus on. You have marketing. OK, marketing. Do you are you familiar with any online marketing? Are you good with the I, uh, like, what are you doing online? I started with Yelp. I stopped that uh, about a year ago because it was way too much and the leads were not really translating into sales. Well, let me uh, put it this way. Let me, percentage. let me help you. And you might don't get rid of that because if you've been doing handyman work, if you didn't commit to one trade, you didn't give Yelp a fair shot. You know why? Okay. You know why? why? Because when people are looking for a certain service, you were nowhere to be found. So in other words, mm. when you were on Yelp, you were a generalist. Jay, yeah. what's the name of your company? JGR Solutions. Do you Solutions. know that from the average, do you know the average customer thinks of solutions as a software solution? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. problem number one. JGR Solutions mm -hmm. could come and install cable in my house if I needed it installed. They could do that. You could be doing Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't think of solutions as a contracting word. You know, I think you need to change the name of your business to JGR painting. Right. Or something else.
or something else. But that's what I'm saying. We need to define what you're going to do. And then you need to re reform everything. So the marketing side of your business doesn't have to work so hard. Yeah. Right. The, yep. the marketing no, been- side of your business, it's just going to, it's going to, whatever it costs you now to fix your, the name of your business, your branding, your logo, whatever that cost is nothing in the comparison of what it's going to cost you an opportunity cost, which means if people actually do come across your name, when they're searching, they're going to skip it because they don't understand what you're, you're a specialist in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I'm a, I put it on Google and Facebook with a bunch of has, hashtags, you know, like carpentry, plumbing, electrical. And it's like, it, you're right. I haven't done the search myself, but I'm sure they type electrical work. I want you to think of yourself as the out. customer. Yes. Think of yourself yeah. as the customer. Think what a customer in your area would do who has no clue about anything. All they know is I need a painter. Well, what are they going to yeah. do? They're going to go on Google painter near me. And they're going to see Joe's painting, Steve's painting, Mike's painting, JGR solutions. Okay. That guy's out. I don't even know what he does. You see? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. So that's why it's important Good to point. specialize because you're, you're missing out on an opportunity and you need to specialize. You need to embody the specialty later down the line. When you have a million dollar company, you can grow, you can do whatever you want. But right now it's about just zeroing in. And, 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 and trying to understand online marketing and really online marketing is putting yourself where people are searching for your services. That's it. Super simple. We're all, we're all buyers. Like we all make buying decisions. So that's why it's really easy for me to say, Hey, treat yourself as if you're your own customer, do a search for your own service and see what happens. Who would you choose? Right. And if you're not there, Find someone, pay someone to get you there, which there's, you can, you can throw your hand, throw a ball and hit somebody that does Google ads. Right. Okay. So, Is that helpful? Um, uh, yeah, no. And you know what? It hit me like a ton of bricks when you start talking to other guys on your podcast and I'm like, dang it, <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. Is it a little <laughs> different when I'm talking directly to you? <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a little intimidating, you know, because, you know, you're going to be thrown on the grill, but it's what I'm That's here right. for. You know? It's not and the I, grill, I man. This is the, this is the incubator for change, man. This isn't the grill. This is, this is just, yeah. I'm just trying to set you in a new direction, man. I just really know that just from looking at you, man, just interacting with you for a little bit, you just, you're, you're, you're going to be successful. You are successful. You started a freaking business, dude. And you're out there and you've converted, you converted your idea into money. Now it's time to refine what you've learned. Like, that's it. Like you're just in the, you're just in the refinement stage. You're like, okay, I, 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 I did this. I, okay. It works. I know how to talk to customers. I learned how to sell jobs. Now I need to zero in. Now I got to refine what I learned, you know? Right. And then once you do that, man, you have to understand that. Everything in your business needs to be done the right way. If there's someone working for you that's not legal, it might work for a little bit, but it's not a long-term strategy, right? If you don't have a payroll system set up that takes the taxes out, it might work now, but it's not a long-term strategy. You won't get A-plus team players because A-plus team players want structure. They want want structure. Like, let's just put it that way. They want to know that when they... 
when they go to rent an apartment, they can give that person a pay, pay stub and they'll get approved. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? Uh, that kind of like when I started listening to you, it, it made sense because I was like hiring guys sometimes and I hire a guy to do electric, electrical work and they've been doing it for like five years. And I'm like, dude, why don't you get a license? Why don't you like the electricians that I used to work for, they charge 10 times. What do you charge? What are you doing? Like, yeah, I know, but I have a paycheck and I couldn't understand it, you know. And when I started listening to you, I'm like, they just don't have that drive, you know, that, that, that hunger, whatever you want to call it, that makes you actually start a business and be on your own because it's hard, you know. It's hard not to know right. if there's going to be work tomorrow. So I see it now. But you yeah. are the, I'm just trying to help you understand that there are people that can't do what you did. So they want to be around you and they want to feed off of the residuals that you've created, right? Like not everyone's just going to branch off and take the burden of finding work, selling jobs, learning how to market, doing coaching sessions, trying to create something. Okay. Not everyone's mm -hmm. going to do that. Some people just want to wake up in the morning, drive to work, do their job and go home. And that's great. And that's fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but I'm built different. And so are you. And it's like, that's great. We want, we just want the best of those people that, that choose to do that around us. And those people aren't stupid. Those people say, okay, well, if I'm going to give up my time, it better be to a place that has systems, standards, and procedures. You know, mm -hmm. at the very least you're competing. You are competing. You're competing for work and you're competing for the best employees. This is a game of competition. Okay. You, you ask any contractor what the biggest problem in their business is, they're going to say hiring. And all it's going to require for me to do is ask them this question. Why would somebody want to leave where they are to come work for you? What do you offer other than money? Because people think that it's a one-to-one -one exchange. I give you money, you give me work and everyone's happy. That's so wrong and it's ridiculous. It's not true. You got to create structure, teamwork, okay? You got to create the ability for someone to be autonomous, which means you give them, you give them authority, okay? That keeps someone around because they feel like they're progressing, right? So instead of you being right on the job, you say, you know what, Joe? I want you to run it today. That's going to mm. keep someone around you because you're giving them authority that they otherwise would not have right. gotten from where they were before. Right. 100%. You know what I'm saying? The ability yeah. to grow personally in their family. Chances are someone who's coming with you is probably in a position that they want, might want a new car or they might want a new apartment. Maybe they want to buy a house one day. They can't do that. If you pay cash, they can't do that. If you write them a check every Friday, but that's your job as a business owner to get an accountant, to get a payroll service. And if you don't care about getting an accountant and a payroll service, that means you don't care about your employee. So then you have to settle for people who don't care about those things. So there's no accountability there. Right. So it no, starts with, no it starts with you. Hmm. No, 1099s. Dude, I hate that number. I hate it. <laughs> there's, I mean, it's such a, it's such a, people think 1090, it's such a, it's such a cop out, man. It's not fair. Hmm. And people think, well, I'm just 1099ing him. And I'm like, it, 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 you're, he's an employee. 
It's just you're just too late. Not you. I'm just saying the general public because I'm in a yeah. group of 55,000 painting contractors and I hear and I read what they say. It's just it's just a cop out because you don't want to put in the processes in place to make sure that they're getting paid properly. But instead, it's easy for you instead of having to figure out that, which is so easy. You just got to sign up for Gusto. They do it all for you. You just write a 1099. Chances are they don't even file the w, W9 at the end of the year. They just call it a 10, oh, I'm 1099 in them. And they don't have an accountant, so it never the taxes never get filed. But if they did, guess what? Let's say you pay somebody $1,000 a week, every week, 1099. That's $52,000 in the year. You know, you know that? No, I didn't know that. Well, that's a week. That's 52 weeks in a year, $1,000 a week, right? Yep. So that, that would be 52 grand. If you had somebody on your payroll, a thousand bucks a week, do you know what would happen if that person went to go pay their taxes or file their taxes? They would have to owe about $15,000 in taxes. Mm -hmm. So are you telling me that the people that you bring on are going to save 15 grand just for taxes? No, no way. Not going to no do that. No one has that capability right off the right off the bat. Right. So, so then what happens, right? You ready? The tax person says, okay, you owe 15 grand. They don't pay it. And they say, well, I thought my employer was going to pay that for me. And then they come to you and they say, why didn't you pay the taxes for that person? And then you go, oh, well, he's 1099. Really? He said you were his employer. Does he work for you? Yeah, he does. Does he, does he only work for you? Yeah. Every week I pay him. Oh, you pay him every week the, do you provide the tools for him? Yeah. I give him tools. He's an employee. You, you owe taxes. Now you get penalized. I mean, th these are things that could happen. So maybe they don't happen, but I'm not the type of person that takes that risk. People that take that risk, they're the ones that can't see past their business. In other words, they, they, they see the, they, they hold on to every dollar that they have. And by doing that, they're unable to grow. Like they, they see the money coming in and they don't want to spend the money on the, on the payroll service. They don't want to buy an accountant uh, monthly. They don't want to do these things because they're so infatuated with the money they make. And then they, they forget, they fail to realize that if they would just put these things in place, there's so much more that they can make, not only in money, but in the time that they could have to themselves and with their family, knowing that their business is running and operating without them. So I'm trying to help you understand that if you don't have these things in place, yes, you need to go find a bookkeeper and an accountant. You need a business bank account. Okay. You need to rebrand your business to be a painting company or a flooring company, whichever one you choose. You need a payroll service. These four things are fundamental. Okay. And then of course you need your license out there. You get these five things in place. Now you're ready to actually run and operate a successful business. Right. I already have all of those things I have. I We'll need to rebrand and re um, <clears throat> do that part. But I have the CPA. I have all of that. I have the business account. Um, yeah, and I need the license. I'm just waiting for the test. Okay, so you have a CPA. You have the business account. You need the license. You have a payroll service. Um, no, I use Wave. Uh, that you could build in the uh, payroll into it, but it's kind of complicated. Now that there, that's kind of <laughs> don't I use I've used Wave. Don't don't use that. You want to use a program called Gusto, okay? Gusto. That, it's the best. Yeah. And if anyone's listening, it's How in the description that, of my podcast. Gusto. Okay. G U S T O. Oh, 
Yeah. Gotcha. And they're out of California. You could probably go to the office if you want. Right on. But anyway, no, it's a, it, it's a good program. I mean, it is. And if you, if you invest the time in, in, in utilizing that program, um, I mean, you're, you're covering all your bases. Now you're ready to go to the marketplace and say, okay, we are superior. Right off the bat, we are superior and you should be selling this. You know, we have all, we, hey, we have all of our systems in place. You know, we do have a payroll service that we use to pay our guys to make sure, you know, everything's legal. We're licensed. You know, you need to be advocating these things to your customers and your sales process because I want them to hold the other contractors accountable. Hey, just curious. Do you guys have workers comp? Oh, you don't? Oh, well, well, J&G Painting said they did. Right. You see? So, yep. so that's, that's what happens when you can come confidently. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Really. So let me ask you this going forward. Let's say you do this. Let's say you find people that want paint jobs. Let's say you sell paint jobs. How are you going to find someone to come work for you? What is your strategy? Um, I will probably do it online, you know, cause, uh, I think that uh, being uh, online where technical, uh, maybe LinkedIn. I haven't thought about it to be honest with you. Okay, thinking about it, this is the this is the heart of your business, the hiring. Yeah. That that needs to be something that isn't just like not thought about. It needs to be something written down, deliberate. This is my strategy. This is how I'm going to go about it. Because if you can't hire the right way, then then you're always going to be the one working. And it's not just right. about hiring. It's about hiring the right people. You know, let me ask you this right off the top of your head. If you found someone to come in and work side by side with you, how much would you pay them per hour? Uh, somewhere between 23 and 30 per hour. Okay. And, and keep in mind, everyone, he's in California. That's a different country. Yeah in terms of cost. So he's got to <laughs> multiply by three, whatever your cost is. Multiply <laughs> anything you pay anybody by, by six. And that'll be, um, yeah. that's good, man. That's a good, that's a good baseline. It's a good baseline. So, so right. So you have an individual that you're ready to pay $30 an hour to come work alongside you with some painting experience, right? Yep. Okay. Now, how much would you be comfortable spending on a hiring ad, an advertisement for hiring, how much over the course of a month would you be comfortable with spending? Uh, might be cheap by say a hundred bucks. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this. If I could find yeah. you the perfect employee that's wanting to take $30 an hour, he's willing to work alongside you. Okay. And he's willing to show up every day. He's willing to make your company better. He's willing to talk with customers. He's willing to do whatever he's got to do to help you grow. So you can go out and sell more jobs to keep him busy. Do you think that's worth more than a hundred dollars? Uh, I don't know, man. I have no experience on that field. Uh, come no on, man. Do you really, come on, man. That that's, that's a <laughs> hundred bucks. I mean, that's, that's, that's not, I mean that to me, if somebody said, Tanner, how much, would you exchange for that person? I'd say yeah. I'd pay three grand. I'd, I'd pay three grand for somebody like that. 
three grand. What's that? I mean, what's that in comparison to what I'm going to get, knowing that this person is going to show up every day, knowing that this person is going to help me grow my business, knowing this person scaled, right? So to, for you to say $100, you need to adjust your thinking saying, I'll pay whatever I got to pay to get that type of person. Mm. So I'm going to put your baseline at 500. Okay. Right. And you got to have the same mentality when it comes to buying leads and marketing. Right. Because yeah. as a business owner, like all you are, go ahead. Hmm. What, what was that? No, I was spending like three to $500 in Yelp. Okay. Yelp, Yelp is, yeah. Yeah. So I want you to, I want you to understand that like at your capacity right now, that might work. But when you bring someone else on that marketing needs to go up, up, up. So you have more yeah, opportunities yeah. so you can sell more jobs, all the game of averages. Right. But what I want you to understand is this, as a business owner, you are just a facilitator of resources. That is what you are. You're the middleman. Okay. So if I need to allocate resources to hiring, boom, let me put that money there so I can get a result. If I need to allocate money to marketing, boom, let me put money there so I can get that result. Okay. So that's why I'm trying to help you understand is that first of all, like leads, we're trying to find our perfect job. Would you agree? Like you're not going to take every job that comes your way, right? Not anymore. <laughs> not any, yeah, not anymore. I like that. So, so, but we're trying to find our perfect job. Like for me, like I really like to find those full interior repaints, the full exteriors. I want my guys to be busy for a couple of days. I don't want little jobs here and there. That's not how we operate. Right. So I spend money on marketing to help me get those. And I dial in my marketing and tell my marketing programs, Hey, these are the jobs we want. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to find them in the same way with hiring. I'm not looking for just anybody that wants to work. That wouldn't make any sense. That's kind of like your old approach with, with jobs. You were looking for any yeah. job that would come your way, right? Yeah. For the most part. And in the I same way, if, if we don't have a strategic hiring process, what's that going to mean? That we're going to just take whatever comes our way. Oh, you applied and you can paint. Come on, come work with me. That's going to, that's going to create issues. Right. You see? So, yeah. so I'm going to help you real quick and we're going to wrap up because I want you to grab some of these things. So in the same way that we're going to identify what our perfect job type is, like we did, it's a painting job right now, residential painting job. Would you agree? Yeah. We're going to identify what our perfect hire is going to be. So when we get it, we know what it is and we can pay until we get it. Right. Mm -hmm. So our perfect hire, let's build it real quick. Perfect hire is somebody that is currently working for somebody. That's rule number one. We don't want anyone that's sitting on the couch right now. You don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rule number two, at least two years worth of painting experience. Okay. So they know how to do a couple of different things when it comes to painting, cutting, rolling, and prepping. That's it. You don't need anyone that knows how to spray. Okay. That's going to be kind of hard to find, you know, right off the bat. Okay. Would you agree with those two things? Yeah. Number three, somebody that's willing to accept $30 an hour. Is that, is that yep. acceptable? Yep. Early on, somebody that's okay with working 32 hours for the week. Okay. Cause I yep. can't right now without, you know, you might not have that 40, but guess what? You're going to guarantee 32 until you start kicking in your marketing, right? Number five, passes a background check. Would you agree that that's something that you're willing yeah. to do? Yeah. Okay. And that's going to be through clearchecks.com, 40 bucks. Okay. You can run a full background check on somebody, clearchecks, 
Com. Okay. Number five, that's background check. And number six, they have to go through a three-step interview process. Okay. Do you know what that is? Phone in person. And I don't know the third one. Work, working interview. Okay. So, yeah. so that's how you do it. Yep. So it's a phone interview off the bat. It's a in-person interview, sit down at a coffee shop or something. And it's a, it's a working interview before you guarantee employment. Okay. You do okay. those things and you don't settle. That's the first step to success because then you're just going to say, Oh my God, this actually worked. Now I'm going to do it for the next guy. Mm. Right. So any feedback on that, man? What do you think? It's very valuable, man. Thank you. It's uh, a little scary to show up here, but, um, if there's no pain, there's no grow, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I hope that I gave you something that you could take and run with. Um, we'd love to have you back, you know, and I think, uh, you know, I, I think you're on your way. You know, I think we, we uh, did we get somewhere today? Do you feel like you have a direction at least? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have some definition now. I, I have a clear path to go. So thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Hey, you're you're welcome, my man. If you need anything, please reach back out. And uh, maybe you'll join me again once you tell me how successful this went for you. Um, and then what I'm going to do just for joining me today, I'm going to give you my hiring course. So I'll send you a link with that and you could take the course. It'll show you what I do, uh, how I hire and, and you could take, it's like a four-step course. You could have it. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Take care. Thanks so much, man. See you. You too. Have a good day, brother. Thank you. You too. I'm going to email it to you. All right, man. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.